Welcome back to Serial Podcast. We are here back in America at Stanford University, and we are making more podcasts about mm-hmm. cereal. And now that it's season two, mm-hmm. we actually have milk to go with our yes. cereals. So we've upgraded. We've gotten some financing. So yep. we're now purchasing milk, and we're eating it out of real bowls like civilized people. And by financing, Sophie means we're both RAs now, so we're getting paid to do a different yes. job that's not related to this. <laughs> and then we spend, we choose to spend that money on cereal for our podcast, which is a worthy, a worthy yes. expenditure because this will eventually blow up, go yeah. viral, make us um, rich and famous, of course. I think we should start a Patreon account, which is, Ooh, we t- yes. I told Didi about this, it's like a website like where a people can be like of? a patron of you and like every month they contribute and you like give them rewards. So like if you, someone gives you like a $2 a month, you give them certain rewards and $5 a month, you give them more rewards, $10 a month, etc. That's a great idea because it would mostly be fun for us. Yeah. Because <laughs> we would also to- have fun making the stuff to send them. <laughs> because it would, it would probably just be like t-shirts and stuff that we drew pictures of ourselves on or, you know, yeah. something like that. I was thinking this morning, I was looking in the mirror and I was thinking about how, when I was younger, someone taught me the joke, like, you've got a face for radio, and, like, yeah. it, it basically just means you're ugly, because uh-huh. if you have a face for radio, like, yeah. it's because no one's ever going to see your face, and it's very different than having a face for television, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I thought about when I looked in the mirror this morning, so... Yeah, but, but mostly because I knew we were coming to make this uh-huh. podcast today, and that my face would be perfect for it, because... Yeah, I don't need to get think, all dressed up for I this. I think you have a very nice face. For those of you oh, who don't know Dee Dee, who are just fans because you're fans of me. Right. Um, she has she a very nice face. Very nice. Thank yeah, so I would 100% want that face. Oh, sorry. That just got. I feel like that just went down a path I'm not <laughs> comfortable with. Um, I said I want. <laughs> yeah, just. I maybe just that. What I meant was <laughs> when I, I said, want to cut. <laughs> you bet. I what I meant, to, just to clarify, just to clarify, I want to cut your face I want, off. I want to cut your face <laughs> and put it on my face. No, I don't put it on my own face. I just want to put it in, like in a drawer or something. Uh, <laughs> That's even worse. Yeah. What a waste that is. Isn't that the plot of like Halloween or something? No. <laughs> the plot of the ho- holiday Halloween or is no, there a movie no. called it, There's a movie out right now called Halloween that's like a remake or sequel of some other movie. I don't know. I f- it's the plot of American Horror Story season oh. two. I've not got some guy cutting any people's season. faces off. In the spirit of Halloween, that's what the topic is. Best way to cut a face off. Yeah. Oh, in case you didn't know because we haven't said anything about the cereal um, that yeah. we're consuming today, that we're reviewing today. It's frosted mini wheats, but it's strawberry flavored. So the mini wheats themselves are actually half pink. And we chose this mm-hmm. cereal. Do you want to tell why we chose this cereal? I feel like my version of why we chose this cereal is gonna be different. From oh, yours. that's true. Um, I think we chose this cereal because we thought it'd be a controversial thing to talk about. Yeah, because because Sophie doesn't really like strawberry flavored things. No, and. I like mini wheats, like the regular style mini wheats, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not so sure about these. And I, I said I would argue in favor of them. Yeah, because so she's already argue taking against. a fixed position. Because because we want this to be extremely okay. controversial. This is the first bite. Here's the first I'm bite. I'm very hungry. Also, so. my milk is already pink, which I, is yeah, which is pretty fun. Honestly, we'll talk about our different fashions of eating cereal in a moment. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Hmm. It's a little soggy. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't have poured the milk before the podcast even I know. started. But you know what? That was... But she wanted, we wanted the sound, the sound effects. effects. We wanted the sound effects. Apparently, pouring milk into a bowl is silent. 
And yeah. there's no sound effects that come along with it. But I didn't know that at the time, so... Yeah, she did I not. tried to get some milk sounds, and then it ended up just making our cereal all soggy beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm actually into this. I'm actually enjoying eating this. Um, are you Are you not? It's kind of, you know, whatever for me. Mm-hmm. Part of my whole thing about, like, strawberry-flavored foods... Like, for example, take Special K with mm-hmm. strawberries. Mm-hmm. First of all, the flakes are totally different than Special K original, but we can talk about that on a different podcast. Um, second of all, it's not strawberry-flavored. It's like, it, like, has strawberry chunks in it. And ever since I was mm-hmm. little, I haven't liked things with chunks in them or, like, different consistencies because yeah. I'm, like, a picky eater. And so I would never eat yogurt with, like, fruit chunks or, like, peanut butter with, like, peanut chunks. And so what I appreciate about this mm-hmm. is that there's no chunks. It's just painted with artificial strawberry mm-hmm. flavoring. And so I get the full experience of eating a fake strawberry without mm-hmm. the chunkiness and different I consistencies. I agree. Um... I'm not big into fruit flavors other than fruit. Like, my least favorite thing in the world is anything watermelon-flavored that is not mm. itself watermelon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think that watermelon flavoring tastes like watermelon at all. I think that mm-hmm. it's a completely separate, like, watermelon to me is like water, like, it's water with, like, a tiny bit of, like, difference. Like, it's real. <laughs> I don't know how to, I, obviously that's not helpful, it's hard to describe, but I feel like, Anything that claims to be watermelon flavored is actually, it's just like a hyper version of something that someone thought of. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, seems, it seems sketchy to me. I agree. Um, Alright, so I'm now going to point out the differences Dee Dee and I have in eating cereal. Okay. When Dee Dee poured her cereal, I was like, wow, that's a lot of cereal in a bowl. So she really filled it up. I did not pour as much cereal. Mm-hmm. And I eat it one mini wheat at a time. Right. Dee Dee, on the other hand, eats it like six or seven. At a time. To be fair, at this point, it's sort of just a mishmash of cereal at the bottom of the bowl because mm-hmm. it's so soggy. Like, yeah. it's not really an individual flake. I'm, I'm just scooping up a big scoop. Also, before this, Sophie asked me which type of spoon we wanted to use. And I think that you should go for a big spoon because this is a meal to me. This isn't like a. I mean, I guess it's supposed this to be. This is serious to you? I guess it's more. I guess it's supposed to be more of a dignified taste test. Mm-hmm. But honestly, when I'm eating cereal, I really want to tuck in. Mm-hmm. Cause this is like a, this is like this is my entire breakfast. Yeah. Normally, you know. This cereal, I'm gonna criticize it because it's so like up in the air for me. Like it's too sweet to be savory, but it's not uh-huh. sweet enough to be sweet. You know. Hmm. It's like I can't eat it like I would, you know, like a cheeseburger or something right. I'm just, like, chowing down on, but I also can't eat it like a dessert. Because it's not quite it's dessert not, enough. Yeah. It's like it can't make up its mind. Huh. Well, to be fair, also, I also keep saying that, to be fair, mm-hmm. to be fair, to be we don't want to be unfair. impartial in this debate, um, that's my British judge voice, um, uh, normal mini wheats only put the frosting on one side also, mm-hmm. and so I think you could have that similar complaint about those. I don't know, you know, for some reason, this feels more ephemeral hmm. than the typical frosted mini wheat. Can you explain what you mean by that? Please? I mean, like, I know what ephemeral means, of course, but I mean, like, any sensation that I understand this cereal is so fleeting <laughs> that. <laughs> I can't. Wait, that you understand the cereal? Is that what you're looking for when you're eating a cereal? I really need to just 
understand. I just I need can't, to yeah, dig I can't, in. And... I can't wrap my head around this cereal, mm-hmm. except for a brief moment, and then yeah. it's gone. I and actually, I either want it to be completely out of the realm of comprehension, right. like just this mysterious, mystical experience, but if it's or in between. I want it to be normal. Yeah. I don't want it to be, eh, you know? I guess that's fair. I, and I can also relate to that a little bit, because I, understa- I understand eating this what you're... I don't, I don't think what you're saying is completely off base. Thank you. I think that that's also a problem that flavored milks have mm-hmm. in general, because... Um, cause like, it's, it's like milk and it has a flavor and you taste the flavor for like maybe a second, but then mm-hmm. it's just gone and it feels like you just drank milk yeah. again. Like I, that, that's the experience I'm having eating this. But I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because I actually like drinking flavored milks mm-hmm. when I can. Interesting. Do you know, are you familiar with that like kind of soda craze of like La- LaCroix? Is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, LaCroix. I've had one LaCroix in my life and then someone told me it had rat poison in it. What? Why? So Why did they tell you that? It's not true. <laughs> I think it is true. It's not true. It's in the news. But what? I'm not that it was into in the it. News? Yeah. Wait, did they send you an article? No, they just told me. I don't. I don't. I think you're believing them a little too easily. Well, I didn't like it, so they it said, matter. Sophie, Sophie, your soda has rat poisoning in it. It was in the news. You best believe me and not drink it anymore. I'm back to my British judge voice. <laughs> that was the British judge telling you not to drink Lacroix because it has rat poisoning. Um. But yeah, to me, LaCroix was like water that had one time been like next to a fruit for a couple minutes. Yeah, I've heard people talk about that a lot. It was like a, a popular Facebook joke going around mm-hmm. that LaCroix is just water and someone shouts the name of a fruit in the other room. <laughs> but now, so many people have said that joke to me, like trying to claim it as like they thought of it. <laughs> Or like you know, like not like not saying like like not saying that they saw it as a meme, but like just what like I just did. yeah, like literally what you just did. <laughs> They, like, say it like I'm supposed to laugh at it as though I've never heard that or seen that on Facebook before. And it's really hard. It's oh hard for me to, in that moment. Can we edit this out? Because I feel really criticized. Uh, I don't know. I think that was a pretty good thread. <laughs> also, you did criticize how much cereal I ate very quickly. So. Yeah. Her bowl's empty. It's she not empty. Cereal. I still have two more. She had more cereal than me. I have two more. I want to try this. Yours is um, more soggy than mine because they're taking so freaking long. I want to try this a fresh bowl where I eat um, the not soggy version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll have to do two bowls on we'll this episode. We'll have to do two bowls on this episode. It's exciting because before we were just doing it without milk and it was kind of honestly unpleasant to just eat that much cereal mm-hmm. with our hands until our hands were sticky on like the mm-hmm. side of the road where we were recording our... Because most of our podcasts, let's yeah. be real, we're recording... On the side of the road. Sophie also just spit out her cereal a little bit. Just like a little bit. You know, enough that you could ignore it, but Gigi did not. I I had to bring it up. I didn't want everyone to be confused about why we were laughing. Um, But yeah, we did do most of our podcasts in tunnels on the side of the road. Yeah. Because episode um, one was on a bus. With sticky hands, yeah. And it was episode not the most two, dignified What was episode way to go. two? Episode two is when we got kicked off that bench. Okay, yeah. And then episode three... Was in the tunnel. Which tunnel? The tunnel. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, on the side... Of, that was on the side of the road. The tunnel on the side of the road. Was there <laughs> yeah. an episode four? No. Wait, I thought we had four... We had parts one and two of episode That's right. One. You're right. I go back and, like, listen to our podcast because yeah. I'm my own biggest fan. <laughs> I refuse to listen to other podcasts. That's my way of being our own biggest fan. We have, like, I think 40 listens is our height. Yeah. And I think 20 of them are me. Yeah. 
I don't, I wish I didn't know that, but also it doesn't make me feel bad because at least you love it that much. That's what's really important here. And sometimes I like make the same jokes in my head yeah. that I then make in the podcast. Um, we're on the up and up with our podcast yeah. though. Um, but yeah, when people ask me, when people find out that I have a podcast, I mean, that's kind of a, that's a strong term. Have, <laughs> have a, podcast. a podcast. We have made a few podcasts. <laughs> we made a, we um, podcast. We podcast. Uh, they ask me like, what other podcasts I'm into. Well, first they ask me what my, where to find my podcast. And I say on my SoundCloud, Danderson 15. And then they ask me what other podcasts I like, and I say... If you know how to put a podcast on iTunes, please call us. Please call us. Please email. I will give you $20. Email Sophie Regan... No, what was your first email? SNRegan22 at at AOL.com. Then what was the one with the... What was the next one? I love Forks22 at Yeah, there we go. Email I love Forks22 at Yahoo.com. Did I ever tell you the story of why my email address was I love Forks22 at Yahoo.com? No. It was because in middle school, I went to a small kind of elementary school... 30 kids in class. And then mm-hmm. I went to a bigger middle school, had like 200 kids in the class. So I was really trying to find myself. Yeah. And have a reason for everyone else so to So your identity, is really this an identity cool. thing? It's, it's an, an identity, identity thing, thing, Sophie. And so I was like, what would make me really cool is if I had like a thing, like a funny thing that people would be like, oh, that's that girl with a thing. So my thing was always carrying around a plastic fork in my sock. And I called it my emergency fork. And I was like, fork girl, that was, was my thing. Very strange. <laughs> and people, <laughs> people like knew me as fork girl. Right. And so they'd be like, hey, how's your fork? And you'd be like, wow, did that make you cool in middle school? That's what more I would than, be like. More than you would think. You would think yeah. not at all. You I would mean, think it'd have a negative Having effect. anything that you commit to that hard seems yeah. like... People were like, oh, it's so... People be like, oh, I, you know. Wow. <laughs> so I would always, and it's actually some, I stopped when I got to high school because for, for reasons. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but still to this day, sometimes I'm like places where there are no forks and it's like, wow. Yeah. I think that you should have to eat the rest of our cereals with forks um, for the rest of time. No, but I really committed to this brand. My profile picture on Facebook for the first three years of my Facebook existence was a box of forks. Um... If you're listening to this, maybe you remember that time in my life. Please don't bring it up to me because it's kind of sensitive. Whenever I see people from middle school, they're like, "Hey, where's your fork? Where's your fork, fork like, girl? Um, I'm not fork girl I'm not anymore. Fork girl anymore. And you pull fork off girl. your flesh mask. Fork girl left and your the Mrs. building. Doubtfire. <laughs> Boom. I'm Dee Dee because I cut off her face. Oh, <laughs> that's just—it's too much. Um, but yeah. So then my email address, the first one I created in middle school, was I love forks twenty two at yahoo.com. <laughs> I'm speechless. Yeah. Whenever I run into people from middle school, they're like, oh, how, how, where's your fork? I do think it's really fun to commit to a brand uh-huh. and, like, like make everyone think that you love it way more than you really do. Uh-huh. Or, like, ha- just have people identify you with that, and then mm-hmm. secretly to yourself, you're like, I don't even identify with that yeah. thing that hard. Yeah. I would go to, like, Party City and buy packs of colored forks. Um, and I had a special drawer in my room that was just full of different colored forks. Right. And so now I have, like, you know, like, 20 blue forks, 20 green, like, because I never used all of them. So then whenever we have a party, my mom just goes into that drawer, and so all our forks are, like, weird colors, and none of the other silverware are. Um, so if you whole, ever come to a party a at my house, that and they're, never like, green knew. forks, but, like, clear, you know, plastic <laughs> knives and clear plastic <laughs> spoons, and you're like, why do they just have green forks? That's why. Because I had a phase. 
God. The best phase that I can think of that I had was the phase where I, I decided that I wanted to make up my own Halloween costume. Here's the, here's the elements of the Halloween costume. Let's see if you can guess what the name of the Halloween costume okay. is. Or the name of the character. Um, tiara. Okay. Uh, snake necklace. Okay. Um, beads. Uh, a dark cloak. Um, a glow-in-the-dark neon orange sword. And a mask. Take a is wild it, guess. Take a, a wild is guess. Is it a mask of someone else's face? Nope. That has been cut off? Nope. It's, it's absolutely not that. <laughs> um, what's what the mask you, of? It's a black mask. Is it like a witch? Nope. A snake charmer? Nope. A snake killer? Nope. What is it? You want one more guess? No, I don't. Alright, I'll tell you. It was called The Lone Stranger. <laughs> and there's a drawing of this... In my How journal from, I oh got, I had to be like, I think I was probably like 10. Okay. I was probably 10, and there's a drawing of it in my journal, notebook journal, um, with labeled elements, like with all the labeled elements of the costume. And there's a photograph of it, which I'll show Sophie after this episode. My favorite thing is that people would have been like, hey, what are you? And then you say, I'm the lone stranger, <laughs> as if that's like a thing that people have heard of. <laughs> that was the whole point. Did it's you like, make that up? I did make it up. I made it up. What does that mean? The lone stranger. Is it like the lone ranger? Like, in my mind, in my mind, this, this character, like, shows up in a town, in like a dusty town, and no one knows who they are, and... You can't really, they're kind of ambiguous. Like, you can't tell if they're good or bad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the Lone Ranger, but no one has met them before. Right. I, in fifth right. grade, I made my own Halloween costume. I thought it would be a really cool idea to be <laughs> Target, the oh store. Oh my gosh. Wow. So this is the a bad idea. These are the elements of that Halloween costume. I wore, like, jeans. Right. A red shirt. And then I got one of those reusable bags from Target, and I cut it up and, like, <laughs> put it on myself. So that I was wearing kind of like a vest that looked like a Target bag. So you didn't just go and for then, the... And then I was carrying... I got a big um, cardboard box and I made a diorama of what I thought a Target store should look like. Oh and I carried gosh. around all day. Wait, so I were you, find were you actually just you. pitching this to like the business associates at Target to optimize their store layout? <laughs> yeah. It seems like that was what I was actually having. It was actually... I was trying to win a costume contest, but I lost to the lone stranger. Yeah, which was me. We went to middle school together, and I destroyed Sophie in costume contests. First contest. of all, that was fifth grade. In middle school, I had already, you know, won the costume contest because I was a fork. <sighs> Sorry that fifth grade isn't considered middle school where you're from. Is it where you're from? Yeah. I went to Burke's, Catherine Delmar Burke School for Girls, and kindergarten through fourth grade is lower school, and fifth grade through eighth grade is upper school. So yeah, it is. Well, I went to... An elementary school called Our Lady of Grace in Encino, California. Your cereal is disgusting. <laughs> this is disgusting. Why did you let it get to this point? It's very soggy. I'm sorry I interrupted you, but just you mush. need to stop mashing the mush of your cereal. Should I get a new bowl? I think and do you it? should get a new bowl. Okay. So we got another bowl. I got another bowl. I'm gonna pour in some cereal. So this next part of the podcast, while Sophie's pouring more cereal into her bowl, Sophie, will you pour a uh, uh, 
a legitimate amount of cereal into my bowl, as in whatever you think is legitimate. <laughs> Amazing, thank you. I gave you a little bit more than what I thought was legitimate. <sighs> Sophie, now I'm just... Heart wants what the heart wants. If you can hear this milk, you have really good ears. Yeah, you're bionical. <laughs> if you can hear this milk right now, you are a bionic ear. We're almost out of milk. You poured a lot of milk. That's Sophie's problem. She pours so much milk. I have a different milk to cereal ratio than Dee Dee is yeah. what we're now discovering. I, my okay. my milk to cereal ratio, I put very little milk because I don't like to waste milk. Because huh. then I know I'll have to go buy milk. I like to be a little bit casual with the milk. It's like, let them swim, you but know? But then it's just it's just drowning in milk, mm. which happened to your first bowl that's just <laughs> disgusting soggy. pile No, because we left mosh. it for ten minutes before okay, we started fine. eating. So we're going to start eating before it gets soggy. Yeah. Um, in this, hmm. in the, okay, should I, instead of talking, should I just bite? Yeah, we should just have dead silence <laughs> while we eat cereal. <laughs> That's the whole podcast. That's one version of this podcast, is just us eating different cereals. Like, you know how, what are all those, um, things on YouTube now? It's just, it's just sounds. What is that called? I, I have no idea. What? I don't know, I'm not Wait, really? That. Basically, people just recording sounds of them doing stuff, and then you can listen to it for hours <laughs> and hours. Why? Like, there's, there's one for, like, potato chips. I don't know why. It's very strange. I use them for sound effects, but I get the sense that other people use them to fall asleep, which is very creepy to me. I thought you were going to say to fall in love. No. Well, <laughs> some couples have weird things that they do, and that <laughs> might be one of them. What if um, you met someone... And they're like, wow, I saw your video of you eating potato chips on YouTube, and I'm in love with you because of it. <laughs> it's not, but they wouldn't see it. That's or like, they heard you. Yeah, they heard you. Stranger things have happened. Like what stranger things have happened? I, I mean, I didn't want to bring this up, but I was having a conversation the other day about that second grade teacher, or maybe she's a fifth grade teacher, we couldn't decide, who like married one of her students, like... They started dating when, I'm pretty sure the story is, they started dating when he was in, like, fifth grade, and uh -oh. she's, like, the teacher of the class, <laughs> and she goes to jail for many years for being a pedophile, yeah. gets out of jail, and they get married, because he's in love with her. It's very, yikes. very, it's very yikes. Well, but, you know, um, Emmanuel Macron, the president of France. Yeah, that was the, the person that the other person brought up. He's married to his high school Which like, is so weird. Or something. Yeah. So very weird. I don't understand how he could be president with that. I mean, never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Being president is very easy, actually. You can do whatever you want and just run for president. And it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> anyway. Might as well marry your high school teacher. Might as it well. It won't prevent you from becoming the president of France or virtually any country. <laughs> Pretty much. Um... I think that's a great segue into an, our next topic. Yeah. Just kidding. There were much better segues earlier in the conversation, but we just didn't <laughs> use them. To talk about um, my weird email address. <laughs> Even though one of our podcasts already features email addresses for like half of the podcast. I feel like we should get a real um, email address so that people can I actually agree. send us emails. I agree. And we should also go on iTunes. Um, yeah. So when we're editing later, we're going to edit in the name of the email address we create so that you can email us. So we're going to put a pause right here. Serial.podcast22 at gmail.com And hopefully a person from the future just said what the email address is. That's a good idea. Are you going to make the email address, though? Because I'll be too lazy. 
I will also be too lazy. <laughs> so that might have just been dead silence. Why? Did Our, you, why did you just speak slower when you said that? Was that like you becoming a sloth? <laughs> no, I'm just, into it. This is just for dramatic effect. Okay. Um, so once was, again, I need to be fair for a second and say that to be fair, um, <laughs> to be completely impartial, to be, be to be totally just. I must say that this cereal becomes soggy very quickly, and for that reason I must bring down my marks. From an 8 to a 7. Next. Um, so I was telling Dee Dee earlier, I have a lot of theories about Stanford. Yeah. It does become soggy very quickly, yeah, it so does. I have to eat it quickly and I can't talk at the same time. Really, one of us has to be talking, we can't just both eat. Unless we're going for that angle, then we can. Okay. Um... But there was once like a, like a theory on Reddit that mm-hmm. Stanford wasn't really a real place. Yeah. It was just like a factory to get your $90 application fee. And that there were no actual students or like yeah. faculty or anything. And they would just let people pretend they went to Stanford to seem fancy, but no one has actually gone to Stanford. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that seems a little bit true. But then I had a theory, like what if this is just like an insane asylum? Yep. Because what's more likely... That we're the smartest, like, 21-year-olds in the world. With the best personalities, With the best personalities, holistically. We're holistically the best people in the world. Or... Or we're insane. And that we're being held in this facility that pretends that we're normal. Uh So that we can go back into society and hopefully be normal enough to do something with our lives. Yeah, but if you go to Stanford, or you know everyone who goes to Stanford, like we do... You realize that this is not that off that base. Is not that it's off not base. that off base. It could it could really be true. It um, could honestly be very easily true. And some things that support this, it's very hard to get off campus. You have to try really hard. They make it very hard so that you'll stay there. You are allowed to leave sometimes, but you always come back. Mm-hmm. Um, there's construction, there's construction everywhere, everywhere that blocks, that blocks your off. path. Yeah. People so, act insane. Uh-huh. People, <laughs> everyone else actually, is crazy. The main evidence in favor of this theory <laughs> is that people act insane at this school. Which we can't really discuss because a lot of our reason to believe that is because we're RAs and we hear insane things. Yeah. But we can't say them on podcast no. because we're not allowed. Yeah, but... That's, that's all part of the scheme, though. It's part of the scheme. Um, the craziest things go to the RAs who are sworn to secrecy. I know. Good lord, what a what a world. Um, I'd just like to note that I have a ton of leftover milk from eating this bowl of cereal that I don't feel like sipping because Um. that's why I don't pour as much cereal as, as, Mm. sorry, as much milk as Sophie did. Because I don't enjoy sipping lukewarm cereal infested milk that's now pink. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, you describe it that way. Doesn't (laughs) sound that appetizing to me either. Anyways, back to the important stuff. Because eugenics. I. <laughs> that is actually what we're talking that about. That is actually what we're talking I'm about. I'm a TA for our Introduction to Psychology class. We yep. call it Psych 1. Psych! <laughs> that's one. A, not a psych, that's actually true. Psych! That's. You're one. right. <laughs> um, so I have to go to all the lectures. Did you like how I did that joke twice? Psych! I think if you do it another time, yeah. Okay, cool. Keep going. Um, psych! <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> Woo! Alright. Go ahead, Sophie. Um, so I was sitting in lecture the other day and talking about intelligence. 
And one of the guys who did a lot of psychology research around intelligence in the early part of the 20th century was a guy named Lewis Terman. And he was at Stanford. So a lot of this stuff, like... Is Wait, Lewis Terman of the Terman test? Gigi <laughs> said that to me earlier. And I was like, yeah, how do you yeah, know about the Terman test? test? And I was like, oh, there's a movie about it. Like, he did, it was this whole, like, big thing with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. And I said, no, that's Alan Turing. <laughs> the Turing test. Turing test. It was a different test. And I felt really bad about myself for the rest of the conversation. Um, you mean the Turman test? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, like, it's, how did it's you the know? Turing test. Um, They're totally different tests. So a lot of this is associated with Stanford. But what's fun about Lewis Terman is that, like many of his colleagues, many people in the United States at that time, in like the 1930s, as well as Adolf Hitler, he was a eugenicist. I can't believe that was just a thing that occurred. I mean, I like that it's just like widely accepted of like, oh yeah, like let's think about how to optimize the human race by like... A killing people or B not letting them reproduce. Yeah, so I just, I just, it, it's, it's astounding. It's honestly astounding. Who is that self-important? But um, to think because that I'm sorry, we're, but. we're not supposed to agree on this podcast. So now one of us has to take the pro. No, I don't think I don't think that that's true. <laughs> but you can explain Lewis Terman. Okay, so Lewis Terman, like a lot of eugenicists, wanted the more desirable people, the people with the more better genes and better traits mm-hmm. to reproduce a lot so that humanity would move forward. Quote-unquote better. And the people with the quote-unquote worse genes, the undesirable people to not be allowed to reproduce at all, but he didn't think that, that people would go for that, so he just wanted to reduce it. So then, in class, they showed this quote on the PowerPoint, and I will read it to you. And let me, let me tell you to consider if this sounds like a place you know. Let's just consider it. Children of this group, the undesirables, should be segregated in special classes and be given instruction which is concrete and practical. They cannot master, but they can often be made efficient workers, able to look out for themselves. There's no possibility at present of convincing society that they should not be allowed to reproduce. Although from a eugenic point of view, they constitute a grave problem because of their unusually prolific breeding. Does that sound like a place called... It's honestly, starting, it's honestly starting to creep me out how much that sounds like Stanford University. Because if you've met people at Stanford, you would not necessarily call their genes... Prolific? Pro- Wait, desirable. no, desirable. <laughs> you might call them prolific. They are a little bit crazy. And what does Jane Stanford say in founding the university? That it should qualify students for personal success and direct usefulness in life. Direct usefulness in life. Does that sound like instruction, which is concrete and practical? Because to me, it does. Right. Also, we're like over on the West, and all the other Ivies are in the East. Mm-hmm. And so it could easily be the case that this is like the asylum version, and all the real smart people go over to the East Coast and have a real education, and we are segregated yeah. and encouraged not to reproduce. Yes, we Which are- Sophie pointed out. All the RAs are supposed to put condoms outside their doors. It is a very um, condom-heavy place. It is condom-heavy. Condoms they, are basically free. Yeah, they are you free. Get, yeah, you get 30, what, no, you get, whatever, 30 condoms for free every quarter? Mm-hmm. They make that's, it, enough to, that's enough to definitely not let you reproduce. They make I'm it very, saying. very hard to reproduce at Stanford. at Stanford. I don't know anyone who has reproduced at Stanford. Me neither. So, unable to reproduce... We're segregated in special classes and given instruction, which is concrete and practical. It's If you met anyone from Stanford, it's much more likely that they're from the four dumbest percent of all applicants than, than the they are from smartest. the four smartest percent of all applicants. It also says 
Instruction which is concrete and practical, they cannot master, but they can often be made efficient workers, able to look out for themselves. That sounds very Stanford. Like, mm-hmm. there, I can't tell you how many people are failing chemistry tests left and right. They can't master the material, but at least they can become efficient about it and mm-hmm. learn to prioritize what they need to prioritize and look out for themselves. <laughs> That's the most Stanford thing I've ever heard. Everyone's looking out for themselves mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. People are trying to advance themselves constantly. So my theory is that Lewis Terman realized that Stanford wasn't really going anywhere in the early 1900s. So he was like, let's just turn this into a, like a eugenics school and put all the stupid people here and tell them they're smart and not let them reproduce. It's honestly more likely than what I thought was a reality until this point. So, um... If you feel like you're not actually as smart as you think you are and you go to Stanford, it's because... We agree. Yeah, we agree with you. (laughs) We agree with you and we believe we're also in that special population of people. And this is the most convincing argument I've heard for this case so far. Like, I've heard the, like, Stanford is fake thing before. Mm -hmm. This is the the one that's the most convincing to me. Because Lewis Terman studied at Stanford! He was a Stanford professor. We know that we know that other Stanford professors, i.e., Phil Zimbardo, have created mm-hmm. experiments that were kind of crazy at Stanford before, in, yeah. involving the students in simulations and stuff. And I'm, this would not be that hard to do. It wouldn't. I'm going to list some people who are eugenicists: David Starr Jordan, Stanford's first president, of whom Jordan Hall is named. For whom Jordan Hall is named? Um, Louis Terman, Coverly, David Coverly, for whom Coverly Auditorium is named. This is getting very, very creepy. I think we're, I think we're breaching, I think we're about to get, like, knocked out by the yes. CIA, honestly. <laughs> Someone's about to, like, burst through the door and kill us. I think that's why we're in this house, actually. This is Because we had to house? be off campus. It's our safe house. <laughs> Do you think we'll get fired from being RAs? I'm scared we, to go back now. We implied that Stanford is just a front for the eugenics movement. If we did get fired for that... I would, it would only confirm our theory more and more. And then we go to the FOHO and leak it to the entire school. <laughs> I'm a little shaken right now. This is shaking me up. Yeah. Sh- also the fact that Sophie has two bowls <laughs> at this point. <laughs> it's very silly. Um, cool. Well, what do you rate this cereal out of ten? I gave it a seven. I'll give it a four. Four? Yeah. It does get soggy way too fast. It, like, puts a clock on your breakfast eating. Which is unpleasant. That's fair. You know what else is unpleasant? Eugenics. Knowing that I go to a eugenicist school and that I'm probably just... Undesirable. Undesirable. And also I don't even think of my own ideas. (laughs) That's because you're undesirable. (laughs) You have no I'm incompetent. (laughs) And you'll never be allowed to read. And I'll never be able to master the subjects that I'm studying. I'll only become an efficient worker, which is literally how I feel right now, so... Proud Flakes. We didn't talk about what I thought we should talk about, which was how we became friends. I made pasta, and then Sophie was in charge of holding the strainer as I dumped the pasta into the, the pasta water into the sink. Um, but half of the pasta fell <laughs> out of the strainer. She was not great at it. But also there was too much pasta for the strainer, yeah. and half of it fell out into the sink. And then in my panic, I tried to grab it because that was half of our pasta. I tried to grab it and put it back in the pot. Um, and I burned my hand. <laughs> she was like, ah, and then ah. dropped it back into the sink. And then and Sophie like, comes up and goes. She was like, no, let me do it. And so then I, she sticks half a hand. second later, grab it, and then drop it back into the sink. Because she had burned, burned her hand. 
And then we decided that we would make a movie together about it. And then later, on Sunday, after quite a weekend in Amsterdam, I was like, well, I'm going to go to church. If anyone wants to come with me, I suppose you could. And I said, I don't want to go to church, really. So I'm not going to go. fine. And then... I was, we were with another person who seemed like she wanted to go explore yeah, on so her own. Yeah, so walk into, like, the city. And so then I was like, never mind, I'll go to church. And I called Sophie. Well, we, so we were all going to go walk into, like, the town together. Right. But they were taking a really long time. So halfway through the walk, we had to Uber there. But that's okay. Ooh, the phone's ringing. Ring, ring. It's the CIA. Um, <laughs> no, we're not here. But if you want to really, like, annoy me, Go somewhere with me and, like, make me late for that activity. <laughs> so, like, if you ever... Wait, you were annoyed in that moment? I was annoyed because I was like, Yikes. well, I'm going to church. And they're like, wait for us. We'll walk with you. And I was oh. like, well, it starts at a time. Yeah, so... but you were going to Uber anyways, right? No, I was going to oh. walk the whole way. Yikes. Dee Dee was like, no, I don't want to go with you. And I was like, that's fine. And we were standing, like, outside the church. Like, across the street. And then she was like, wait, should I go with you? And I was like, I don't care. Make up your mind. Instead of being like, yes, come. (laughs) Come. And then she was talking to our other friend, and they were, like, trying to decide. And I was like, I don't have time with this. I don't have time for this. (laughs) I want to be on time. And so in my little grumpy Sunday morning, about to be late for church (laughs) self, I, like, turn around. (laughs) And I'm, like, going zero miles per hour. But somehow... There's like a pole there, and I honestly I forgot my head on the pole really hard, and then I just double over in pain. And they're standing there like they did not see that happen. So they're like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> I forgot that this happened. I also had no idea how frustrated you were. Yeah, if you if you ever want to make me upset, do that. Be like, I want to go to church with you, and then make me late for it. Yeah, and then but then God was like. God Sophie, like, you're being a little jerk. <laughs> Here's a freaking pole. Do you know, and I was like, God, why? Like, I'm just trying to go to church. Why are you putting poles next to my head and, like, giving me concussions? You know that story of, I don't know if you know this story for V-Spoons, but St. Teresa of Avila was once riding her horse through Europe to do whatever it was that she did, and she fell off the horse into mud. And then she was like, God, if this is how you treat your friends, no wonder you have so few of them. That's how I felt. Yikes! Because you're actually God made me God's hit my your head. enemy. God made me hit my head on a pole. I was trying to go to church. But then God gave me the gift of Sophie's friendship, so it all worked because out. Because Dee actually like later then showed up in church and sat next yeah. to me, and it was like a two-hour mass in Dutch. Yeah. So we like, didn't understand what was going on yeah. really, but yeah. And but I remember being got, happy walking yeah, back from church I know, because they gave us cookies and coffee at the end. Yeah. And I like to have my coffee because I don't drink coffee. So then I was hyper-caffeinated, and I took a picture. I remember I took a picture because I wanted to remember that moment. It was just a picture of, the, like, the sidewalk. <laughs> it wasn't of Sophie or anything. But you remember the moment. Except yeah. you didn't remember that I hit my head on that pole. Yeah, so, yeah, I was mostly remembering the moment afterwards. <laughs> but then on the bus, we were like, let's make a podcast. About cereal. And so it can all be traced to when God had me hit my head on that pole. <laughs> It was a wake-up call. Yeah, it was a wake-up call. I think... It was also why you're at Stanford now. Before that, you were somewhere else. Before that, I was... Your memory has been altered. Yeah, yeah. That's when I 
went insane and had to be put in the insane asylum for you, the eugenicists. Yeah. Because as I tell my Psych 1 students, your frontal lobe um, does a lot of important stuff like planning, decision making, higher cognition. Um, and so if you hit it and you damage it, that is not good. So I would like to say that my personality was way different before I hit my head on that pole. But the only reason she can be friends with me now is because she hit her head on yeah, that pole. Because I think God was like, you need a different personality. <laughs> yeah. Here's a pole to like... You need a different personality so that you can make serial podcasts with the person you're about to go to church with. Yeah. And if you hadn't hit your head on that pole, it never would have happened. I know. I would have just been in church by myself. So really, this podcast is a divine intervention. Except and if you don't listen to it... This is not a religious podcast. It's not a religious podcast. You have to go back and listen to season one for that explanation. It's true. But, yeah, God made this podcast happen, so maybe it should be a religious podcast. No, it's not. It's not a religious podcast. It's not a religious podcast. (laughs) Cool. Well, I think we just covered everything. Yeah. That's how we Um, became friends. We'll tell the story of our first boat ride together. Yeah. Our first canoeing. What would you We did canoeing together. Next time, we'll tell you that. No, next episode, I think we should talk about the moment that I had to get sent to the insane asylum, which we'll have to figure out. Wow. But next episode, we're interviewing someone. That's true. It's a special guest. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we went on a little bit too long. Yep. That's okay, though. We'll edit it out. Edit what out? A lot. That whole ending? <laughs> well, no, just some parts in the okay. middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to hear the whole thing, um, subscribe. Become a patron. Become a Patreon. Patreon.com slash serial podcast. Peace and love. And Valvoline. Groovy Spoons. Proud Flakes. I don't know. <laughs> You're just rambling <laughs> now. <laughs> I don't want to have said something really weird. You already did. Goodbye. <laughs>